<clears throat> y'all are listening to... So it stopped. Just wait. Clean. Give it clean. All right, all right. Y'all are listening to the Lexington Achoo Marxist Experience. I'm Aaron. And what's that short for? Achoo? Oh, wait, lame. Holy shit. You're listening to lame. All right, let's... You guys are listening. <laughs> we don't have time to dilly-dally. It's we true. I, this is... I mean, folks, I'm walking in the door. Interns are shoving papers in my way. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm Jenry. Uh, it's the, did we say the date already? It's the 20th of January, 2022. And on this day, in the year of our Lord, on uh, and, and not 15 minutes ago, uh, the, the mayor, Linda Gordon, and I'm just, I, I just got this, this note passed to me. Uh, I'm, I'm just reading it clear off here. Right. Mayor Linda Gordon, who this episode was already going to be mostly about, has tested positive, positive folks for the novel coronavirus. She is experiencing. She was uh, double vaxxed with a booster. She was wear. She always wears N95s, mm-hmm. and she is quote experiencing mild symptoms. Her and her husband have tested positive, and they're re- remaining isolated for five days. And then after five days, if the symptoms don't improve, she's just or if they do improve, she's going to just go out back in public with a mask around people. Okay, that that's, was less. that's the press release. Uh, that's the oh they they chopped this up as a. Yeah. press release yeah weird um weird then it's oma um uh you y- you really wore a mask everywhere marilyn gordon you're gonna you're gonna pl- you're gonna play fast and loose with with uh with um statements like that with us yeah all right and i can the radio is really feeling it today too it's very <laughs> i mean it's the loudest it's been in a few episodes it's also just really it's feeling the mayor gordon's got covid vibes right now um interesting interesting folks um when will when will it come for you um it's already come for mayor gordon Um, it's already come for your mom yes this has been covid news the thank you for listening yeah uh, come back come back around next time guys week I, i i i don't know you've wasted another perfectly good hour listening to lame it's coming for me to, hey know. guys, you've been listening to uh, Lane. The, <laughs> all right. So, in other news, because I guess that's the not not much more to speculate on. We're not a twenty four hour news broadcast. We can't spend an hour talking about Mayor Gordon getting COVID. Um, what is there to talk about? She I has know, claims to be pro life, um, <laughs> and <laughs> that was good. Nothing. I mean. Mayor Gordon seen asking aid if she is quote going to go out like Stan Chera. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they give her those uh, those uh, steroids they give Trump. Yes, she's on Regeneron um, or whatever. Anyway, anyway, I forget when I even wrote this rest of the article. Tuesday, January eighteenth. The snow has been coming, and it's been coming for all of us. Um, I can't remember. I've lost track of which snow wave we are on. Um, it snowed today, and then it also snowed Monday, question mark, maybe Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Anyway, Fayette County Public Schools closed on Tuesday after MLK Day. Um, UK, however, took uh, a different approach. Um, here's an email that I got. Campus community. The University of Kentucky will be operating on its normal schedule for operations Tuesday, January 18th. Crews have worked over the weekend and throughout the day Monday to clean sidewalks and roads in and around campus. Additional crews will be on site early Thursday, sorry, Tuesday, to continue 
focusing on campus spaces, particularly entrances into buildings. I want to thank our facility crews and safety officers, and many others, who have worked long hours over the weekend to prepare us for operations on Tuesday. Please be safe as you travel, and thank you for all that you do. Eric in Monday, Executive Vice President for Finance and Administration. Um, so, one hand, fuck you, Eric Monday. What are you doing? What are you doing telling me whether or not to go to school? That's ECAP's job. Two, great little, it was, I mean, at about the same time that FCPS was like, it's too dangerous to go on the roads. Please stay home. UK's like, hmm, looking pretty fine for me. I don't know about you. Um, I had a, I had a pretty okay time. Getting well, you know, today. you know, Lexington might be dangerous, but the UK campus is not. Yeah, famously, everyone that goes to UK lives on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. Um, they're they're putting all these grounds workers on overtime. They're 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 making them work in the early morning hours, making them come out, and they're not paying them that much. No. If you remember, a few weeks ago, we were here in. Well, we weren't here. We were. In, I was in Frankfurt. And we were talking to the committee um, about how they need more uh, bonus pay and just pay in general. And here they are. Here they are. Here's how valuable Working they around are. the clock, making it possible to is. for Eric Monday, um, the Henry Kissinger of the University of Kentucky, um, and, uh, work, uh, making sure they work hard so you can go to class or whatever. Um, the MLK march didn't happen, by the way. We reported on that last time, and it was just. And it I was thought virtual last time. It was virtual last time, and now it was super virtual because they didn't actually. Last time it was like you would walk and then you would go see YouTube. Now it's just YouTube. Or now it was you just can YouTube. just you can just remember previous MLK marches. The way Harold Leader reported on this was insane. They just they said um the, they just talked about everything in the past tense, but um. A, a like a past future like past i don't even which i guess you call it I, my guess is that it's called a past future perfect although i haven't taken a serious grammar class in a while the, what they said was that um they're like senator raphael War, raphael warnock was scheduled to speak um as if as if they couldn't confirm if he actually spoke at the event or not um which i find kind of interesting Raphael um, Warnock was scheduled to speak at this event. Yeah, and and they're talking about an event that happened in the past. Um, uh, and seemingly he did speak uh, uh, speak at. Um, I didn't pull the article on this, but uh, the city has uh, been relying on private contractors because so much of their snow crew are out with COVID. Rest in peace, Kings. Um, and now uh, rushing through, sweeping through, do- dodging, weaving through the discourse. Um, we, we, we knocked out COVID. We knocked out the weather, the two staples of side a UK UK. I mean, really got everything folks, a little nostalgia for you all. One of the first big reports that I did the state of the city, it happens every year and we're back again. The Lexington forum and their goons, um, have been out in force, um, to make this virtual state of the union happen. Our city count, our beautiful city councilors, um, once again, uh, coming to you live over um, a Lenovo ThinkPad, um, <laughs> stage right of Mayor Linda Gordon, um, for this historic address. Um, so, you think they'd get it right from last year? You know what's funny? What's what funny happened. is that so the the event is presented by the Lexington Forum, which um, is just a. It, it, 
they hold discussion forums and all sorts of other bullshit. You know, it's like the it just kind of. I mean, I think it's kind of super, super whatever. It's um, like if Civic Lex focused on debating. It's if Civic Lex had like in person events and they're like, we're gonna do debates, kind of. They, yeah, they like do open forums and they're like, come to our next one. We're uh, Fayette, uh, Fayette County uh, FCPS Superintendent Demetrius Liggins is coming. Um, great. Uh, um, I'm, cl- I'm glad for hope. I'll hope all the debate bros go out in uh in and have some enlightened conversation with a uh, superintendent, um, or whatever. I'm so. Uh, they, uh, are what a I can safely say Blake calls not on this board of directors because they went through and listed everyone on the board of directors. Um, and I'm like, whew, I'm, I'm safe for me to shit on them. Um, <laughs> and uh, the um. There was some good stuff. They had a uh, they had a open the op- one of part of the opening ceremony was a like a color guard presentation, but it was of course outside at Phoenix Park, um, which was funny because the park uh, they had emptied out the park prior to filming it. And two, um, you could you couldn't you could barely hear it. The sound of traffic on Main Street was deafening, <laughs> um, which is uh, you know always awesome. always hilarious to me that um, we have a five lane freeway going straight through downtown Lexington. Um, let's see what else. Um, so they gave out two awards. They gave out a um, some awards that was along the lines of, I didn't go back to kind of, I think it was literally called like the one to look out for, the one to watch out for, one to, one, one to watch. One to watch, I think is what it was. Um, and they gave that to, of course, Divine Karama. Divine Karama, one to watch. <laughs> one to watch, whatever this means. Um uh you know when divine had a good um you know he, he was he was in good spirits or whatever um uh, and nothing 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 bad to say about the man he's you know or whatever he's like big thank you to Malin to gordon for him it's great being a he i think he literally referred to himself as like uh like working for the city or something which i guess is is true. I've just always assumed that he was one of those um, many uh, quote unquote partners that Mayor Linda Gorton loves mm. to talk about. She loves to throughout this thing. She will talk about how she's partners with the health department of Fayette County, and I'm like, but isn't that, isn't that you? Hmm. Aren't you the city? Wait, can we say we work for the city? No. Why would we work for the city? Because we're doing a service. I'm gonna kill you, Aaron. No, we do not work for the city. Aaron, a, a, I don't get a paycheck a, for this. A, a metaphysical kind no, no, of no, 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 no. Divine Karama has gets his bills paid. Oh, I am not getting my bills paid Look, by this. Yeah, we're we're not on LFECG payroll, but we do in a sense work for the city. I'm holy shit. Okay, we're gonna. <laughs> now I know what I'm doing after the podcast. <laughs> um, this is so. Anyway. Um, they also gave the Spirit Award, which is um, either a given to a person or a business, <laughs> which I found really funny. What's the difference? Uh, yeah, exactly, right? Um, and uh, they gave it to um, McLeod's Coffee, which I always assumed was spelled McLeod's Coffee. This is a coffee shop on Southland Drive that I didn't know existed, to which I say, how? I'm on that road. Insane to me that it... Anyway, uh, they were like, congrats to that or whatever and then last year they like walked away and mayor linda came out hard cut to the mayor linda gorton things it said implying that possibly that her speech either took place at a um like like while she wasn't in the room or whatever or like on like a different day or something possibly because it's an it's a 
it's an edited video, you know, huh. um, which I thought was interesting. Um, She's in a safe room somewhere hiding. Trying to make sure she doesn't get COVID. Um, yeah. So, you know, that worked out. Um, so she uh, she brought out the uh, ThinkPad, um, you know, said hi to them. The ThinkPad power cable is taped down to the table in a black, not gaff tape, but duct tape, which is an intro. I'm passing that note on to the Lex TV people. Interesting choice. Um, uh, Mary Linda Gordon thanks people or whatever. Um, she pulls up. It just hard cuts to just like a Windows desktop screen of a Zoom meeting with all the direct um, there with all the council members there. And then she goes through like one by one, like with like a photo slideshow of all the director of all the uh, city council members. And this got me, I spent a lot of time on this when I was, I just started in my head ranking, um, how attractive, oh my God. um, everyone was. And who's, I, who's in the S I came to the unfortunate conclusion that, uh, Preston Worley probably looks the best on that city council. Really? Um, this is just, uh, just based off of their official photos. Not, not, huh. not, not, they look like in real life, just going through. And I was like, Hmm, cause I just watched the social network guys the other day, not to get a little movie crit over here, thinking a lot about face mash. Anyway, so stupid. I cannot believe, I just wanted to share that. That was what I was thinking. Um, Marilyn de Gorton proceeds to compare COVID to the Spanish flu. Um, and, uh, um, this is what she said. Um, and I've I have cut down this quote because she gives a lot of side information or whatever, which is not super necessary. So I've cut it down to make it a little more less clunky, um, if you will. Uh, quote that put Mayor James C. Rogers and Thomas C. Bradley and me in an exclusive club that no one wants to be in. The pandemic club. Yes. <laughs> Which is funny because that is not the only like major sickness in this town's history. Um, nor, I mean, technically speaking, and we want to be real technical, she's the only mayor of the LFUCG pandemic club. Um, that is true. Mm -hmm. There's never been ever since the 70s, yeah. unless you want to count like HIV AIDS. Yeah, actually. Yeah, all right, that's not bad. Aaron is currently. I'm. I'm watching Aaron scroll through the uh, the government website and just looking at the photos of all the city councilors. Well, I want to see all the city councilors. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Who would you say, Preston Worley? <laughs> I think Preston Worley probably looks the best in this photo. Definitely, Josh McKern, of course, looks the goofiest. Um, what a nice looking man! I know. It, it, what a fucked up guy. Nice looking man. Um, uh, it, Chuck Ellinger looks insane in his. David Kloiber looks like he's. He's I a mean, king. David Kloiber, look, man. A bit of advice here for your professional photo. <laughs> Stop it. He's allowed to look like he's 15. Well, I mean, look, your collar's not even straight. <laughs> yeah, he did it himself. His chest hair's poking out. Stop it. <laughs> Stop, we cannot talk about this anymore. <laughs> um. So Marilyn Gorton goes on to talking about our strength in the pandemic has been with um, our partnerships. And she names people and the organizations that are tied to, right? So she first lists Eli Capilouto in the University of Kentucky, which is um, hilarious uh, to me. One, UK has done a lot. Two, hilarious that it's like, thank you, Eli Capilouto. You know, a little anecdote about Eli Capilouto. Last week, I was walking through... Um, I was walking through... Uh, campus and i got stuck behind that guy <laughs> slowest fucking walker alive i mean this was i mean it was i mean it was comical he was torturing me why didn't you do anything what the you had your chance <laughs> stop 
<laughs> stop it. The man lives on campus. Everyone has a chance all the time. Um, I actually see that guy. I see Eli Capilouto a lot, I feel, walking around campus, um, which you, is You funny. know what to do. Yeah, Aaron. Go ahead. Let me... You keep saying that, right, on our podcast that we publish online um, for other people to hear. I'm just saying you stop should go it. up. You I'm... should go up and just tell speak your mind. Stop it. That's what I mean. Okay. All right. Good. That's good. Speak my mind to Eli Capilouto. And I was like, you know, you got to start. And I do like little like Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> um, uh, she thanks the health department. I forgot the guy's name of the, I stopped paying attention to the name. She's like, I gotta thank the health department, which is like, once again, is she talking about the state health department then? Cause I swear every time she was talking about the health department, it was like, like Lexington's health department. I'm like, that's, that's you. Um, she also of course, thanks Demetrius Liggins of FCPS, the superintendent of that, which is Funny because um, I feel like FCPS has just been in, 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 in complete turmoil. Um, I guess he's uh, she's just thanking him for not uh, immediately killing himself um, upon being placed in position. And, and this is the one that really actually got my blood boiling more than anything. She lists a few people um, who work for who work and run Commerce Lex. And she's like, thank you for all for running our stimulus program. Does that not sound to no one? I mean – I know that's the reality, but that does not, I mean, it's just not, I don't know. I guess no one, no one, no one cares, I guess. I don't know. It drives me insane that this is. Imagine like, imagine like you're a citizen of Lexington in 1952 and you're listening to the mayor give the state of the city. And then the mayor in that speech, the mayor says, Thank you to private corporations. Well, that was 52 was the time for that. You got to wind back 30, the clock a little 33. Further. Thank you, Aaron. Thank um, you to private corporation for providing our stimulus money. Anyway, we received, na- apparently we received national recognition for our let's do this exclamation point vaccine awareness program, right? Um, like that did numbers. Um, they had Rosie the Riveter on the, on one of the walls in downtown. Oh, is that banner. part of that? I just hear what drove me. What drove me insane about the let's do this thing is the exclamation part. I'm like, stop acting excited about this. I'd be fine with the let's do this, no punctuation, or let's do this period. Let's let's do this frowny sleek. emoji. No, stop it. Let's let's do this like blowing blowing um smoke out of the nose emoji or whatever <laughs> the gas boss emoji. That's good. Um. Yeah, thank you. So she's like, COVID has not stopped our progress. And she's like, we made some progress. And holy shit, does this woman know how to run a PowerPoint? She puts the worst shit first. So by the time you're done watching it, I was like, maybe it's fine or whatever. And then I read through my notes and I was like, oh, this is horrifying. Um, she's like, she's like, we got to talk about the most important pillar of our community, right? Um, it cut to a slide of just a bunch of different photos of cops. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about the most basic building blocks, public safety, without a strong community focus, professional public, uh, uh, professional public safety. I forget exactly what the, I fucked up the quote when I was writing it down. Public safety, it is impossible to live, work, or raise a family. Um, and then she says, uh, I forget how she phrases it, but she's like, she's like, some of you may be shocked to hear that the crime rate is actually down. Um, and I'm like, that's. I'm glad to see that even she is aware of the, um, the uh, amount of, the amount that. I just swear it's like every once in a while, like every like, like and it happens in like two week cycles or whatever. 
the Herald leader will just turn on the like homicide, like, like the, just the not even the just the death reporting machine. The amount of fires that I've read about in this newspaper in the last two weeks. I mean, what is it's fire season? Am I did I get something no. wrong? <laughs> fire season occurs in in Kentucky between um, it's like February to April, and then in the fall between it's like September. Oh, I'm talking about like domestic fires. Oh. I know you were thinking about forestry, Aaron, and I love that for you. But I was <laughs> that would be a much more interesting Herald leader. Anyway. Um so uh, uh she says this, but then she says, We still have we still have work to do, especially with the homicides. Um and then this is whew, we have supported our police through aggressive hiring and expansion of the force. Is her exact quote. Aggressive hiring. Aggressive hiring and expansion. They're yanking people off the street and they say, all right. They're doing like British style sailor impressionment into the. And and of course, it's like, well, they they aren't even ranking yanking people off the street, Aaron. You know how they they always hire from exurbs and shit. Mm. There's a guys from E-Town. More guys from E-Town will be commuting in to patrol the east side. Um so we have two recruit classes and six neighborhood resource officers, to which I say, why not make them all neighborhood resource officers, huh? If neighborhood resource officers are supposed to be the better cop, then why do you have these other cops? Whatever. We negotiate. She said, this is something that I thought was interesting and something that I want to look more into because I'm curious what happens. It doesn't work out. We negotiated a successful four-year contract to which, and then she gave a little side eye. She said, a goal many communities have been unable to accomplish. And I was like, What? Um, uh, and she's like, we have support our police by providing the best equipment. And this is a direct quote, appropriate spaces. Um, and then she's like, they have body cameras now, by the way, at all times. Um, at no point did she mention any of the jailers union dispute, um, which is, uh, to my knowledge, actively ongoing. Um, it was not that long ago that we covered it. Um, and uh, it's funny, she will go on to speak about uh, the corrections officers, but she will not, once again, no discussion of the union um, or any of the things there, right? Um, and in fact, I think she does a lot to downplay it because um, uh, remember, if you the, the brief flashback to last episode, a lot of the quotes were, the current staffing situation is so dire um, that uh, it has become increasingly uh, uh, more and more dangerous to work here. Unquote. I think they're, high, they're, they're paying, I drove past the, the federal detention center the uh-huh. other day, and they have a little sign outside that says they're they're paying forty eight thousand a year. Not one, not enough for the kind of psychological torture you do to yourself to work there. Two, good, good that they can't get anyone. Honestly, I do not, do not. Maybe just let them go. Anyway, so speaking of cameras, here's the fucked up. Here is the. This is the line, quote, and I and I spent a lot of time making sure I wrote this it, as as she said it. And plans are underway to partner with the National Police Foundation in Flock Safety on a pilot program that uses still photograph cameras in and near areas experiencing crime-related issues in hopes of collecting evidence related to crimes. So, um, uh, she just she's like, we're doing we're doing a little bit of surveillance state, right? It's not, and it's funny, it's not even like we're doing surveillance stuff to help prevent crimes. No, 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 no. This is a strictly a prosecutorial business that we're in. We're only, we're, we're, we're actually interested in just making sure we have as much evidence to put more, more people behind bars or whatever. I mean, not that, 
the not to say that the lame podcast is pro violent crime, although. Um, um, so there's that, and then furthermore, in the camera department, um, uh, quote, thanks to a contractor and project manager, dot 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 dot, we have improved the overall safety. Sick of corrections, unquote, officers and inmates with the installation of 600 new surveillance cameras. Right. So great, they've um, they've added they've they've upped the surveillance in the jails. Um, I think I do not think something tells me that didn't happen in the last two weeks. Um, so something tells me that the uh, situation there is not all too rosy. But um, I don't know. I guess we should. I should say this explicitly because I realized I didn't. In and near areas experiencing co- crime-related issues um, is, uh, for lack of a better uh, term, a dog whistle for poorer areas of town, um, almost exclusively. Um, She's going to be putting cameras up all in there. And it's funny because she will. Um, there's a whole section on youth violence that I was just like, it kind of made me too sick to cover or whatever. Also, it's like just divine drama talking about a lot of like the stuff that he's done. And I'm like, I don't want to just like, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to give this image that we here at lame, just like just shit on everything. I don't know. I don't want the, like the, I don't want that idea that we're just like, we just like, if you do anything, you're bad and you should die. I don't know. I think, the stuff Divine Crime was doing is fine, but um, the critique that both I have with both him and Marilyn DeGorton is that they both talk about how their youth programs, quote unquote, ad- requ- addresses the uh, requires upstream attention that it uh, you know that it um, works to uh, you know try to improve the conditions of people's lives somewhat um, to prevent them from leaving this life or whatever, which is you know fundamentally not true because um, once again throughout this entire discussion. The entire State of the Union, even what Divine Karama said, there is no, there was no acknowledgement that the primary, the primary um, uh, driver of um, of crime uh, is a policing policy, and more importantly, economic circumstance. Um, and it's just, it's just really, anyway. Um, She's announced, and Mayor Linda Gordon has announced a new partnership, by the way, speaking of crime, um, with UK and the health department. Um, so they will be teaching inmates who are in on drug related charges. Um, they will start teaching them how to administer Narcan to people, um, which is not bad. Um, I okay. think it would be good to have more people that know how to administer Narcan, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, lighten the load on our EMS. Um, uh, but you know they're they have another program that are uh, that is directing inmates to treatment programs, but only after they have served their sentences. Um, and she kept calling that for um, for uh, sentence uh, for inmates who have uh, substance abuse disorders or something like that. She was not she was not using criminalizing language, but yet uh, no fundamental change is made to the fact that they are still prosecuting and in, in sentencing people with with these disorders right so if it's truly a disorder um are is is are you're you're cool with criminalizing with 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 criminalizing what is ostensibly an addiction right just i don't know a a far easier answer right you would think would be instead of waiting for them to finish their sentence and then direct them to rehab programs just direct them in the whatever this is it's this is the worst part of the and she led with it because uh, the rest of it is a lot more rosy but this is the the word the most psychotic the most part I'm like fuck this woman hey if, if for the Once lame you get listener, COVID already what <laughs> for the lame listener if you want some extra credit reading 
which I'm sure a lot of people listening to this podcast have already read by now. But in case you haven't, Terrence Ray from the Trillbillies. Oh, an amazing, United in Rage. United in Rage. That's the name of the... Uh, it's on the Baffler? I think, yeah, something like that. We'll link it. Yeah. Um, it's still pulled up on a... I have it actually pulled up right now on my... Oh, wow, really? It's still... It's, I'm not, I haven't gotten around it. Yeah, it's on the it's on the baffler.com. Um, very, very good, like, materialist conception Most of, importantly, cites the Herald Leader. Cites the Herald Leader. <laughs> Just materialist history of drugs and drug, um, like, prosecution in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Very good for getting context for... A lot of the things mm. <clears throat> that go on yeah. drug-wise in this There's state. also just a good episode of the Trillbillies that came out very close to when that Baffler article came out, where they just they kind of just talk a lot about what was in the article. Mm-hmm. If you're like me and you have a hard time, if you primarily listen to podcasts, um, but yeah, I mean, we could spend five more hours talking about um, the uh, the carceral nature of. Um, of Lexington and um, why it's fucked up that Linda Gordon thinks it's good, but uh, whatever. We're gonna we're gonna jump um, straight um, straight into the 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 other big progress, the economy. To quote Mayor Linda Gordon, um, uh, not word for word, but in summation, we have uh, the the we have uh, fully re- our unemployment is fully recovered from the uh, from 2020. Um, which, to which I say, really? I still feel, I see hiring signs ever. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's kind of strange. Anyway, she also refers to that new Amazon center, which of course we've talked about a lot, um, as an infill project, which I think is kind of rich. Um, she talks about Rubicon, see our episode on that. I think the word Rubicon is literally in the title. Um, I think so. Yeah. Rubicon, look, Rubicon of sorts. You thought, you thought, uh. You thought that um, App Harvest was a goofy fucking company. Just wait for Rubicon, um, who has uh, once again figured figured out a, a new and unique way to financialize middle middle manning garbage disposal. Whatever, really stupid. Um, we also covered this. Baptist Health has a new it got their new campus, um, and it's going out uh, on the I seventy five underpass. Stay tuned for jump five minutes ahead if you to hear more info about the Baptist Health thing because we'll be talking about that in a second. Um, so they're getting a whole I-75 underpass for it, which is fancy. Um, I'm all for more underpasses under I-75. The less the interstate can divide us, um, from North Lexington, the better. Although there's not much going in North Lexington. The city has a master plan for the Coldstream project, which, um, uh, if you read between the lines on that, um, there is no plan. They just put a TIF. Um, see TIF talks. See TIF talks. Um, that is, it is so stupid that there, there is no, there, you cannot, your, your master plan for an economic region cannot just be hoping that like other guys do it. Like if you're, if you're not the one doing it, don't call it a plan. I don't know, whatever. Um, she's also, they're also talking about, uh, they want, um, more ag tech in Lexington. How will they be doing this folks? Say it with me. We say it every state of the union. Broadband. Broadband. Um, thank you, Eric. <laughs> so they're forming this commission. That's so stupid. Um, they're forming this commission um, uh, to uh, address regional broadband. 
um, in the like a seven county area, which I'm assuming is every county that touches Fayette County or whatever the area, right? They're gonna have a they're gonna have offices in Lexington or whatever, and we're gonna be work on getting broadband internet out to these places um, because you know you get in order to run a business, you need to have internet, and farmers farmers are businessmen too or whatever. So um, and that's the Department of IT is doing that. So uh, that's great. There's a new program called Workforce Lexington. Um, which does job training stuff. And that's out at the Young Center in East End. Um, There's a bunch of parks improvements and stuff. There's all sorts of stuff like that. Oh, she referred to, once again, uh, he's such a stupid, she called the Central Bank Center the largest public investment in our history. Stupid. So stupid. So fucking dumb. If it's the largest public investment in history, why don't you fucking own it? As what is, I I, I do not, do, do they? And I, I don't know. I, I just I always assumed that Rupp was sort of a private, um, sort of one of those weird, fucked up, like a bunch of different guys are involved with it. Like UK's got some ownership thing or whatever. If they like, if they do own it, they don't own the naming rights. Yes. Um, the High Street parking lot. She said something's coming to it. She did not say what. Um, More parking space. Maybe the football field. Um, the Ameri- the uh, European football field. Um, yeah, the central banks is so stu- so so stupid. This is what her quote: uh, "She uh, high tech meeting and event space." If you believe in high tech meetings and event spaces, if you think that is the future, if you think there's anything good about it, I would invite you to come to the University of Kentucky Gatton Student Center, which is, um, you know, full, you know, very recently constructed, full of all sorts of great high tech meeting space shit. All of it's broken. None of it works. It's all stupid. <clears throat> all right, I'm I have sorry. A, coming in straight from the presses oh God, here. We got another. I got a correction. Oh wait, she doesn't. No, I got a correction of what you just said. Oh, the Lexington Fayette Urban County government does in fact own the Central Bank Center. Oh, they thank, just don't own the naming rights. Oh, thank God. Never mind. Well, this is makes makes it a little better, I guess. But still, whatever. So that's uh, according to Wikipedia. Great. Well, um, money not well spent, idiots. Um, but they had a cool vint- vintage show there a couple of weeks ago. I had a good time. Yeah, um, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure it's a, it's a conference space. Yeah, it's you a know, conference it's space. I didn't have. <clears throat> let me say this: I didn't really have a fucking issue with the last Rep Arena. Not gonna lie, worked there a couple times. It seems fine. I do not know that oh, we don't have a Pedway now. Great, great. Yeah, um, the Pedway is that's the biggest tragedy. Really sad. About a year ago when I learned this out. Um, <laughs> it was almost a year ago. Um, it's the Town Branch Trail. They're going to finish it this summer, folks. Um, but they will only be starting the Town Branch Park this summer. Hey, but they were supposed to start it in like 25. Yeah, we're making some great progress, guys. Um, the Town Branch pra- uh, uh, Trail is going to be having um, art carts, as she called it. Um, so you can uh, uh, buy art from people. It's going to be a woodland art fair, but uh, permanently, I guess. Cool. Um, there's also going to be performances. So um, I don't know who. I'm assuming that means music because I can't. Lame podcast. Yes, or lame podcast. I can't imagine a theater troupe. I can't name you a theater troupe right now that would be down. I guess, like, I don't know. Maybe Athens West would take the bait on it. I don't know. It's a trail. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they, they just put out a video yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, about the completion of the Town Branch Trail. And let me say, it's looking pretty good. It's looking good. I mean, from what it's I see. looking good. They do a lot of stuff. They put up they, they put up a pedestrian walkway at the transit center. That's nice. They gave the buses their own traffic lights. 
That's cute. They took out that slip lane on Ed Midland on the, turning onto Main, left well, onto Main Street. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Well, I need to start getting. I'm running. I'm. I've run out of time. Um. So I need to just keep. Just start. Just gotta start keep blasting going. It's gonna be a it. super side day. Streets. They spend a lot of money on maintaining streets. They're very expensive to maintain. Um, I don't know why we keep doing this. Every other week, there's a new project. Clismore Road has been up to. This craziness. summer, they're going to be do- they, they are going to apparently be done with Clay's Mill, and um, uh, next uh, next target Liberty Road. They're <laughs> going to be putting shit. Um, they're going to say they're easier turns for cars, uh, but that was they didn't lead with that. They led with um, uh, being able to walk on it in bikes. Um, uh, they also are like they're all we're also trying to preserve the historic nature of the historic you know turns um, of. The Liberty Road. I'm like, what is historic about Liberty Road? It's a whatever. Um, uh, Pedways and trails. They've been going up. We've been talking about them. Whatever. Nine, 29 new traffic cameras installed. They can't give you a, a ticket for running a red light yet. If not, if Reggie Thomas gets his way. <laughs> um, but uh, they can apparently it helps them with traffic or whatever. Uh, 13 speed feedback signs have been installed permanently. Okay. Um, speed tables installed in many places. Good. They're doing a bunch of stuff with parks. Folks, I know. I know you've been waiting for it. They're finally, finally uh, giving us new restrooms at the skate park at Woodland Park. Um, Really? Yeah. It's about time. This is uh, is what I've been waiting for. Um, I forget where they're doing this, but uh, they're putting in a a hardcore soccer area called futsal is what she said. And... um, and I'm like, oh, okay. She's like, it's apparently very popular. And I'm like, all right, all right, okay. That's fun. I like that. New, new weird sport in the park. Love that. Um, makes me want summer. Makes me think of summer. Um, I want to just take a drill to my head right now. Um, there's a new park going in on Oliver Lewis Way at Davis Park. So I'm um, so much, so much for whatever. I don't know. You all know how I feel about the whole Davis Park thing. I'm, I'm largely disappointed in it. Um, uh, Blake, feel free to write me about that. Um, anyway, uh, dissent, um, uh, the consent decree, um, they're like, we did all the stuff with the stormwater. Oh, I don't know. can't believe we didn't cover this. The city got $12 million to, um, to, uh, uh, swap from their chlorine, uh, chlorination program over to just a UV light. Wait, was that from the EPA or is that a different? No, that's just the government. They just really? got, they bundled that in. So we're um, slowly but surely getting through our uh, consent decree. It wasn't anything like last year's news where we just blasted through a majority of our dissent decree, consent decree requirements with the EPA. Um, let's see. Oh, she talks about the Commission of, uh, for Racial Justice, which is not a bad, I mean, we, not a bad thing, but I, I had, I did get chuckle a little when she uh, said its goal was to, quote, disrupt and dismantle systemic racism, unquote, um, in the same talk where she was talking about, um, uh, all of her great and great new police work that she's been doing um which actually if you read if you if you read the the report that the commission of racial justice put out yeah in the it's summer 2020 and and i think it was actually fall of 2020 uh-huh. but they actually um advocate for like the opposite of uh, yes. what what linda gordon has uh put forth yeah Look, guys, we can have police when we're all in our communist utopia, I guess. Um, but uh, as for now, don't don't want to hear about it. Um, 
Uh, she she said, "Congrats, guys! We put two civilians on the review board." Um, and I put like f- ten asterisks next to that because uh, you all know if you listen to the episode, um, there are now two additional not police people FOP member explicit like FOP rank and file types uh, now have to be added to the thing. So um, in terms of actual any voting power that the civilians have, they've been uh, completely matched. Um, the uh, statute of limitations of sorts for disciplinary review has been dropped. Now, if you've ever had any disciplinary problems and you're a cop and you have another one, they can consider it, even if it's longer than five years ago. Um, they're doing a study to see if um, uh, businesses owned by women and um, black people are uh, worse worse off because of that. Um, and they're like, we need to learn how to in- help them. And to which I say, um, uh, maybe give up on private enterprise. Have um, you considered? Have you uh, considered? Co-op? Yes, I was literally stole the words. Have you considered um, that be more successful if they were a a, a, a workers co op that uh, you funded? Place. Yes, um, maybe that would make a have some uh, appeal. Um, uh, let's see. Um, she's naming some sort of permanent commission for racial justice. Um, uh, she created the Department of Housing um, or Housing Assistance. I forget the exact the exact name of the thing, but that was something she actually did do. Um, she said, "quote Affordable housing has been a key issue for many years." Unquote. Yes, she definitely did say that. No, she doesn't mean it. Um, if affordable housing was a um, was a was a key issue that they had been addressing, if it was a real key issue for the um, people that run Lexington, um, we probably wouldn't be in the situation right now. Can you technically say. say that since affordable housing was an issue at the beginning of the pandemic, it's been an issue for many years? Well, yeah, one, yes, two. Affordable housing has been an issue. It's one of those, you know, Aaron, it's one of those issues where it's like, if you don't fix it like 10 years out from now, you're screwed. Mm-hmm. It's one of those type things. So, you know, it's true that it is a key issue, but when you say as a politician that this has been a key issue, it means that you are paying some sort of actual special attention to it um and you know maybe they have been paying a lot of extra special attention they have been spending a lot of money on it however um once again um because they're too interested in shit like property rights or whatever um i don't i do not know how much lasting change has been made um i think everything is still getting worse um but that's just me someone who uh, at, at time of recording can't afford to live <laughs> here um uh, so yeah, um, recycling, ladies and gentlemen, this March paper recycling, it's coming back folks to the street. Um, I'm very excited. Yeah. Uh, how she did not go into the details of how their paper recycling is improved. Have they found a new seller? Are they actually doing paper recycling? Who knows? Um, it would be nice to know. Um, it would be nice to do some research into that. Um, I of course, uh, spent this entire week wanting to kill myself. So I didn't, um, I didn't do any extra work on that. Um, she ended it with a quote, if you want to go fast, go alone, but if you want to go far, go together. Um, cool to which, uh, which is like, which she employed by her saying that she's like, she's like, you know, some people say I haven't made enough that I haven't made enough, um, change. I would be one of these people. And, um, uh, she's telling me that change take time, takes time. But what I'm telling her is that she's not she's just she's just a moderate. She's just a good a nice good little like moderate Republican, right? 
who's doing, who is realized, who is, uh, has has some smarts about where sort of uh, economically maybe some of this stuff is going. And let me say this. Um, walking out of that state of the city address, maybe she'll sweep the election. Who knows? Um, but if, if Harold Leader has its way. If Harold Leader, literally, man. Um, uh, really short, Her- Hamburg, Meadowcrest, home. Uh, it, it, the place that most of the Hamburg shopping center came from, um, there's still some part of it left. They will be tearing down one of the homes, uh, one of the final remaining homes on it um, uh, to continue building out. And what are they building? Um, the uh, uh, What am I trying to say here? They're trying to build the Baptist Health thing, um, the new medical campus or whatever. Uh, to which I say, um, I don't, I don't know. No one's living in it. It's not dense. Okay, whatever. Um, I'm not. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get all in a, all in a tiff. Um, about a, all in a tiff. I know because I'm because it's probably in a tiff. Um, uh, interesting. Um, thing. Final letter of this article. I love always. You know, just getting a little peering a little further into the Herald Leader. Final line from this article, Beth Musgrave wrote it, by the way. The application for the demolition of the home was first reported by the Lexington Herald-Leader's reporting partner, WKYT. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't know you could be partners like that. Um, I'm not talking about this next thing. I didn't do enough research on it. All right. Um, Great. So stay tuned, folks. I got a lot of stuff in the barrel. There There was a lot of cut content for this episode that not even Aaron knows about. Whoa! Um, I the found let me, behind the scenes. Let me just say this: I've been looking at some of the candidates running for um, some of the council positions, and uh, folks, holy shit! Um, <laughs> I found one that keeps me up at night. Anyway, Jenry Lame is running. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm running under a pseudonym. Um, then with that, I was like, "What are you just staring?" To, what I'm is, waiting for you to say the thing. What's the thing? Do you yield your time? Oh, shit. Do I say that every episode? You do say that. That's embarrassing. Um, What am I, role-playing, being a lawyer? Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Y'all are listening to the middle section of LAME, the Lexington Achoo Marxist Experience. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jenry. And it's the 20th of January, 2022. That was a crazy side day. A lot of a lot of ground. We a lot covered. of stuff going on there. If you want to follow us, you can follow us on Twitter at LamePod, and if you want to email us, you can email us at LexLamePod at gmail dot com for things like stickers, buttons, financial advice, medical advice. That's good, or just note feedback about the show, legal advice, legal advice. Yeah, we can give that. Sure, why not? <laughs> We're CPAs. Doesn't mean it's good. We're not CPAs. <clears throat> Lame podcast is. We, we are not. <laughs> <laughs> You can give us a review on iTunes and Spotify now. That's a new thing these kids are up to. So you have enough five stars on Spotify. Isn't uh-huh. that exciting? Or on Apple Music. Or on Apple, yeah, on Apple Music. That's the most important one. Mm-hmm. Share this podcast with your friends, with your mom, with your dog, with Eli Capaluto, perhaps. God, man, can you imagine? imagine Eric Monday just, um, just like sitting there, just furious at his desk, listening to Lane Pot. He's like, I gotta kill these guys. Exactly. Yes. And well, five stars. <laughs> amazing podcast let's get into side b all right y'all are listening to side b of lame the lexington at you marxist experience i'm aaron do um, we even have to say anything generally 
you know what you're listening to. Yeah, just keep, just go, just All go. Right. Run, run. Well, okay. So to continue what we were talking about on side A, oh, because shit. I was I was assigned a bit of uh, well, we're we're doing a little tag teaming yeah, here. I gave Aaron some homework <clears throat> on on city council, and so for my deathbed, I I sat through this um, planning and public safety meeting. Uh-huh. Um, it's the committee. And it was interesting. Um, the one that happened on the 18th. The, yeah, the one that happened on Tuesday. It was fun. Um, everyone, nice to see everyone back and see their smiling, shining faces on Zoom. I've been, I've been out of the, I've been out of the sitting in on council meeting game for so long, and that's really what I think is some of the best stuff that we do in the podcast. So I feel bad that I haven't done it in a while. Um, but, uh, there are some interesting things. Let me tell you what though about this freaking player that they have on the on the city website. All right. It will sucks. not. It sucks. It will not buffer. Yes. Like you pause it, and it will not buffer, and then it just like stops buffering after yeah. a while. You have to refresh the page, and then mm-hmm. you have to go in, and you have to click on where you were. Yeah. Well, it's some of the uh, well, some of the recordings were just flat out broken. I remember that like eight nine hour disciplinary hearing. Mm-hmm. That one thing was just the video was just broken for a day. And like also, all right. Yeah. Let me let me just say this, okay? Uh-huh. If you're a city councilor, if you work in LFUCG. And you're listening to this. Let me tell you, we have been in contact with the government for many, many, I don't know. We've at least emailed them twice about this. And it has been a, a big point of contention for this podcast because all we want are the goddamn minutes. Yes. Okay. Give me the minutes. Going back. And, you know, and the reason they tell us that they don't have the minutes is because they haven't been approved yet. Well, government there's unofficial you have unofficial minutes let me let me tell you they even going back to like 2018 2019 minutes they don't exist there's some that whole player is broken there's they're not there there's like legistar stuff i don't know i find like the packets like i was reading about the last month's meeting on it but those weren't really those were more those were not super those were sort of just a a summary not even minutes um Mm -hmm. but uh we can go round and round on shitting on the 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 fucking Granicus people. Um, so I have my I'm own sure minutes fine. that yeah. I've made in lieu of uh, in of, lieu. <laughs> of the city governments. Yeah. So this is the planning and public safety meeting. It happened on Tuesday. They talked about several things. They they specifically discussed two things that we're going to talk about, and then they didn't really talk about this third thing, but they put it in the in the agenda anyway. Well, it was from the. The that thing was from the last meeting, which is what I was reading. That was okay. what I was. It, yeah, you can. All right. So the first thing we're going to talk about, which I think we may have mentioned on the show before, is the hear, hearing notification Zoda. I swear. Yeah, we probably yeah, we have talked about this. We've talked about this. We've talked about this before, but they're finally talking about it some more. Um, basically, they're changing the the noti- the way you're notified of if your house or property is changing zones. Or if something is in the area is changing your zone, so you have right. to th- who you have to inform and how you have to post or whatever. So they're changing it from previously it was only the owners of like explicitly mm-hmm. the owners. If you go to the PVA and the owners are there, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and now it is um, all occupants like uh, renters, leasers, That's and right, baby. owners. So this everyone, is good. Everyone involved is getting notified. There are currently. Four methods of notification. Those are notifications by mail, by signage on the property, putting an ad in the Herald Leader, and also making a post on social media. I know we've definitely talked about this in the past. 
I swear. We have because you didn't know what Zoda was. No, not that. I'm talking about putting a notice in the local newspaper. Oh, yeah. I see those all the time. What if, what happens when they destroy the newspaper? Skywriting. Oh, okay. Well, that's all right. They could do, I mean, they do less play. They Um, still have, I mean, they still have WKYT. I know. They're just going to have the TV news. I know. It's just like, I don't know. Legal notice. There's a lot of law that is enshrined in putting notices in newspapers. And I'm very curious what happens to towns that don't have a newspaper anymore. The Herald Leader gets bought they ask, by LFECG. Now, that would be good. That would actually finally, unironically be good. Um, but if Beth Musgrave becomes a state agent. Well, I mean, some may say, anyway. We'll just <laughs> <laughs> Even more so, anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> um, they also want to create a user-friendly tool for citizens and those in government to get data on their parcels. <clears throat> That's basically, they had this one lady from, um, I don't actually remember where she was from, but she's within the government. Uh-huh. Um, Probably uh, like GIS or something? She was not with GIS. IT? She was with someone. Okay. And I, sh- <laughs> I should have looked up who she was from. It's okay, Aaron, I get it. <clears throat> but um, she was just telling everyone, she had this little PowerPoint and everything. Mm-hmm. It was very nice. Very nice. Very sweet. And um, so, yeah, that's the update on Zoda that they gave the committee. Mm-hmm. The second thing we're going to talk about is the um, the shared use paths, sidewalks, and bike lanes. Yeah. Um, now, this was this was filed by Chuck Ellinger after the legacy trail, the whole legacy trail debacle in the yes. summer. You remember? Don't call a counselor on vacation. Yes, that's no. the episode. Go listen to it if you haven't already. <laughs> but the gist of it is, if you missed it. Amazon is building their their new what is it infill? <laughs> Marilyn and Gordon to describe it as an infill project, which is funny, <laughs> um, considering it's in the the, the, the uh, edge of town. Maybe. Yeah, um, but, it's their new delivery sale, d- delivery building. Um, they blasted some of the Legacy Trail, uh-huh. um, major a major bicycle artery for this city, mm-hmm. because a lot of people, believe it or not, use it to commute. Yes, Fred Brown was shocked by this fact. Mm-hmm. A lot I of people was were shocked by this fact. Um. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> You're reading ahead on the notes. Yes, Aaron. I also have read. I also read the meeting minutes for the meeting. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Brett, Fred Brown was shocked by this fact. Um, Scott Thompson was was presenting these about shared use paths. Um, he he provided a lot of evidence, which I wouldn't be surprised. They said they get hundreds of calls and hundreds of notifications every day about how. Um, and not even just the legacy trail getting disrupted, which is, of course, the highest profile of these. Mm-hmm. But there's other incidents of, well, there's the sidewalks getting blocked by by road signs, mm-hmm. temporary road signs. There's uh, bicycle lanes getting blocked by construction vehicles, bicycle utility vehicles. Bicycle lanes being blocked by uh, the, uh, the speed reporter thing. Yes, bicycle lanes being blocked for other various deliveries mm-hmm. for various things. And, of course, this might all sound familiar. If your last name is Hall. <laughs> yeah, was... God. All right. All right. Minutes since last mentioned Blake Hall. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, yeah. yeah, I'm sure all of those, I'm sure every single complaint is this is one very litigious man. For every, um, like for every, for every complaint, I'm sure three of those are from Blake Hall. <laughs> for every one regular complaint, you get three yeah. Blake Hall complaints. Um, Not that they're unearned. But. Yeah. Um, and so they were talking about that. They were talking about ways they could, um, like, stop this. Now, right now in this in this committee, I don't – for for some reason, they, they keep talking about this, and they're like, this sounds like a good idea. They didn't really propose anything. Mm-hmm. 
They're, they have a bad habit of doing this, of sort of uh, talking about something that's maybe in their shared mental context, but not <laughs> not explicitly in the public record. <laughs> yeah, they're not saying what it is they want to happen. Um, we had Hannah Legree saying, uh, a positive thing about the disruption of the Legacy Trail is the development of a complete streets policy. Okay, well, you should have, I guess, I guess. Um to which, to which I say, I mean, I guess you should have, you should have done that sooner. But whatever, man. I guess Liz, Liz you're said, in the right direction. Our job is to create policy to ensure we have this continuous service, particularly for those who use these for biking and commuting to work options. Well, this is good. Maybe this, uh, maybe uh, this January we'll have more of our bike lanes. And then, um, yeah, so uh, wet. Brown, Brown was just like, I didn't even know people used sick for commuting. Brown's like crazy. I haven't even seen a bike. <laughs> you a do bicycle. what now? You, how do you, hey, how do you stay up? It's he's, two wheels. How just a it? guy who was just like, he, and he's like, guy who has never heard of the bike, of a bike, but is like crazy fascinated by it. He's like, and you do what with it? That's crazy. And then they like, you show a photo of like Blake's like cargo bike. And he's like, now that's not a bike. Oh, hey, that's not a bike. That's not a real bike. And then you're like, it is, and he's like, "That's crazy, actually." Well, <clears throat> another thing they were following up on were these blocks. Yes. Okay. Now you're gonna have to help me on this one because I'm, I'm not, not an urban geography expert. I don't. I I can't exactly figure out what my my biggest issue was that I had a f- issue figuring out what block length they were actually talking about. Especially if you read the minutes from that they approved at this meeting from last month's meeting. I'm assuming I cannot figure out. I'm assuming shorter block lengths are better, right? That's what I would say. Um, but there was so much debate about um, about the uh, creative design choices that uh, have I- imposing a block length maximum um, would have on a developer. To which I say there is no art to a cul-de-sac. Um, they have like four different cul-de-sac types in the design document. Uh, cul-de-sacs, I, I, the fact that they it is even legal to build one of those is honestly psychotic. Well, you can't. Here's a new change they implemented. I didn't put these in the notes, uh-huh. but you can't have a cul-de-sac off of another cul-de-sac. I was reading that. Yeah, there's a few. I have a friend who used to live um, on a cul-de-sac off of a cul-de-sac off of a cul-de-sac. <laughs> it was it was a this like zigzagging dead end street. It was so fucked up. <laughs> um i mean it's just uh, truly i mean evil 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 like and here's the thing so many of these rules about the stuff that's coming in are not going to come into effect for a few years and i'm like that is we need to start taking bulldozers to single family homes tomorrow yesterday like a few years ago i don't know just driving me insane mm-hmm. um i this is what i couldn't figure out i was like i was in my head in my the 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 what i couldn't figure out i was like i was like I'm assuming they want uh, maximum, like they want shorter blocks, right? Mm-hmm. But if you were, if you were totally, if you were just building a city from scratch, right? Like, how, what, what is the perfect ratio of block length to housing? Because if you have too many, if you, if you have too many intersections, you're right, it crash, it, it, it reduces the amount of actual living space that you can build. On if a block. Everyone who plays who has played City Skylines knows. City, uh, well, the, the City Skyline. What a fucked up game City Skylines <laughs> is. How I it, what an it's evil. It, uh, whatever. I'm not. I can't get into it. Um, we can't be talking about City Skylines. We're an hour into this episode. We're an hour into this episode. Yeah. Well, I have a few things from the state. Thank and then you. We can wrap up. Um, this is a good one. It's a treat for you all. It's a little treat. A little bonus. <laughs> a little bonus for the for the snow for being such good listeners. Yeah. For yeah. 
Okay, here we go. House Bill 313 was recently introduced into, um, obviously, the House in Kentucky um, this past Tuesday by none other than Jay Blanton. Uh-huh. And not, not that Jay Blanton, John not, Blanton yeah. from Sawyer's Not spokesperson for UK, just uh, John Blanton. Um, and House Bill 313, you might be wondering, what is that? Well, it is a bill that outlaws um, community bail funds. Fuck! <laughs> God damn it. Never mind, whatever. I'm cool. I'm fine. Um, How do so you they're, outlaw that? They're outlawing charitable bail organizations, which means an organization exempt under Section 501c3 of the IRS code um, that accepts donations from the public and engages in the practice of furnishing bail, making bonds, or entering into undertakings as shirt as surety for the appearance of persons charged with any criminal offense or violation of law or ordinance punishable by fine, imprisonment, or death before any of the courts of this state or securing the payment of fines imposed and costs addressed by such courts upon final disposition thereof. That's the text of the bill. So a loan shark for um, payday, for uh, for bail, still good? Apparently so. But, um, I mean, this specifically targets... Yeah. Remember the Louisville Community Bail Funds? Well, um, it looks like they're all going to have to become for-profit companies to solve this one. Exactly. Um, which uh, should be... <laughs> we'll see We'll see how this goes. It was just put through committee on the 18th, so like yeah. pretty pretty recently. Um, I haven't seen a lot of people talk about it. I saw it because of a tweet. That's great. You'll love it when the tweet tips you off. Mm-hmm. Makes you feel embarrassed. It got like two likes, too. So I was mm, like, that's... oh, this is the big You student. know, every... every Every good tweet is a tweet that only gets two likes. When someone's like, alert, there's some the hyper fucked up thing that's going through the Senate and two guys like it. Like, that's it. That's news. <laughs> that's what lame is all about, baby. Speaking of hyper fucked up things going through the Senate, um, school choice is back again. You remember that bill from <sighs> last year? Don't even. You're going to trigger me. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're, they're bringing it back. Um the TLDR, okay, this time, in 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 an effort to wrap things up on this show, mm-hmm. okay. The TLDR is basically look up charter school Louisiana. It's okay. So the bill last year passed, but it got it got struck down by the Supreme Court because okay. So this was a bill that provide provide public dollars for private schools. Yes. So it would only in that bill last year that was passed, it would have. Um, Basically, like you give money to go to, uh, it's like tax money that gets put into a pool, and that can be used for middle class families to be able to afford private school and well, to explicitly defund regional and to public explicitly schools. defund regional public because you're schools. not the current people that go to private schooling pay for private school, but their taxes still go to the act the school school right yeah. So the issue with that was it was only within certain places that that was applicable. And so that didn't pass the Kentucky Supreme Court because of that little snag. Mm-hmm. Now, this time around... They've done their homework, folks. They've done their homework. They checked it twice, and they're submitting it to the Senate committee for approval. And they have made it so that everyone is everyone can have this every school district every independent district everyone in the state of Kentucky and the commonwealth can have this applied to them and so it is going in um and uh god help us 
and and with that and with that has happened again you've wasted another perfectly good hour listening to lame our esteemed executive producer is charlie carey our stickers and buttons are designed by claire thompson from clairethompsonart.com which you can get by emailing us for free i mean the email is free but you can get them for free by emailing us at lexlamepod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at lamepod, and you can... Oh, I did that out of order. Oh, <laughs> fucked up, right? I know, right? Um, give us a review on iTunes, share it with your friends. Um, and even though Mayor Linda Gorton says, thank, thanks us for our service for the city. <laughs> While installing another still <laughs> photographic camera that looks directly into Lame Studio's window. And whenever she hears us say it, this is lame. Great.